8.47, so public fury growing after a brutal murder that took place at an internet cafe about 10 days ago. There's been a petition to the Blue House calling for the harsh punishment of the suspect reaching one million signatures a couple of days ago. The, the murder seemed particularly senseless because it appeared to be over a petty dispute over service and the refund of a mere 1,001, and also particularly brutal because of the grim details, over 30 stab wounds to the victim's face. Under Korean law, the suspect could face a reduced sentence if he's determined to be mentally impaired. That's part of the problem here for the public, why they're so angry. They want to know whether such a mitigation should apply to the suspect in this case. Let's ask Zhang Wang, independent legal researcher at Law Quad LLC, what he thinks. Good morning. Morning, Alex. So the possibility of a reduced sentence... If the suspect was treated for depression, which is the case, is that all that's needed to reduce the punishment? So there's no automatic application of of this mitigation principle uh, if the suspect has mental illness. The main legal test is whether there was sufficient mental impairment to, you know, sufficiently cloud one's judgment when the crime was committed. And, you know, you can find plenty of uh, legal precedents here in South Korea where reduction was not applied even when, you know, the evidence of mental illness was submitted because, you know, there was a lot of different evidence about uh, you know, premeditations and showing that you know the suspects actually did have you know sufficient, um, you know, sufficiently sound mind to make judgments, meaning that they were held accountable. Well, th- in this case, we we did see uh, the, the suspect go home and, and get the knife That's that right. was used. Mm-hmm. It wasn't completely in hot blood then. That's right. I mean, it wasn't really a hit of the moment. So it, actually, the police showed up when the the victim and the uh, Suspect regarded to the argument, and then suspect went home, got a knife, came back. So that actually might uh, point to premeditation. On the other hand, the very you know gruesome nature of the crime. I mean, there were thirty over thirty stab wounds. That might actually you know point to the fact that maybe the suspect wasn't really of a sound mind. So it, it, these are the details that have to be worked out by the court. As a legal expert, just as an aside here, are you uncomfortable with the fact that we've all decided? on this suspect being guilty of murder before a proper judicial process has been you know undergone that there's no real doubt about the identity right. of the suspect so, in this case but then again they've revealed it publicly which exactly. is unusual for this country and the whole public is acting as a judge and jury so there are two kind of, uh, you know, you're uh, rightly pointing out two strands of controversy that sort of, you know, surrounding this case. One is the fact that there's a million people who signed a petition to the Blue House saying that this suspect should be really, really harshly punished with no mitigation whatsoever. That's one controversy. The other first controversy you, you rightly pointed out is the police actually made a determination that, you know, it, in Korea, usually in a, in a criminal cases, the suspect's name and face are withheld. In in this case, and both are revealed because one, the police felt that there were, it was sufficiently clear that he did it, and two, that there was a sufficient public interest. And you know, you might actually say, well, did the police really have to do that? Or were they, you know, yeah. swayed by the mob rule? So you know, in both both controversies, you know, the, the, this idea that the mob rule is sort of you know tilting how the police is uh, acting and how how the court might actually act in the future. I mean, it is a rightful yeah. concern. Yeah, I mean, it depends how you define 
and public interest as well, because it's not like he was on the run. Of course, we're cu- curious about many things as a as a public. I but, think it's pretty clear it was the public curiosity yeah, that prompted the police to take this action, rather yeah. than sort of public need, at right. least in the immediate term. And, and even if for this particular case, there's not much of an argument. It's it's like this precedent that might be concerning. But speaking of precedents, they also help us understand why the public's so angry. Yeah, there is actually one notorious precedent when actually a very heinous crime actually had this application of mental impair- impairment cases from 2008. And if you ask ordinary Korean citizens, do you remember Cho Do-sun case? It's a very notorious case where you know a man who was at the time 56-year-old raped, kidnapped and raped an 80-year-old girl resulting in horrific uh, uh, injury to the girl. And at the end, the Korean Supreme Court said, actually, the guy was completely drunk, could not remember what he was doing. So, you know, the the prosecutors were asking for life sentence, and actually the court reduced the sentence to 12-year term. And I think he's actually due out in two years. So that that precedent is actually very much fresh on people's minds. That is horrific. That is horrific. On every level, the, the nature of the crime and the argument that alcohol is any kind of excuse. That's right. That has long been actually the controversial part of the Korean legal precedence. And actually, the you know, Korean Supreme Court is said that they were going to change the ruling back in 2012. But it's still sort of embedded in Korean culture that if, you, if you're really drunk, you really shouldn't be held accountable. It's, well, it, well I mean, you know, what about drunk driving then? Exactly. You know, yeah. you get in trouble for drunk driving. But what happens if you say, oh, I didn't know what I was doing? I mean, there are. Arguments we made that if you're if you have a violent tendencies when you get drunk, maybe you should be you know punished even further in order to deter you from getting drunk. So yeah, exactly. That that's why that that, that long tradition has been very controversial yeah. in Korea. And in this case, actually, you know, alcohol is not involved. So you know, at least we don't have that controversy. Right. I mean, so alcohol uh, is a choice. Mental impairment most of the time is not a choice. Is there any evidence to suggest? Because depression is not the same as uh, you know schizophrenic behavior, for example. Exactly. Actually, you know, depressed people usually you know kind of stay home and they're not very active. So the fact that this guy was willing to stab this per, you know clerk for thirty times m- might actually suggest that he might have other issues. But you know he's undergoing you know a psychiatric evaluation for thirty days. So perhaps we'll find out more details. Coming back to public fury and uh, mob justice, do you have faith that the legal system will now set that to one side, even if the police didn't? Well, I'm not really sure. I mean, at the same time, you know, you don't want to be, you know, swayed by the mob rule. But at the same time, you know, Korean legal system had some, you know, really funky uh, features that really made a lot of people scratch their head. You know, this tendency to be very lenient towards, you know, people who are drunk and did horrific things. That's actually something that is gradually changing, at least in the culture. But the court system is usually catching up to the culture. Uh, In this case, I mean, is the court really going to make a you know very fine nuanced determination about the mental impairment issue for this guy i mean you know i'm not a psychiatrist neither are the judges i mean i'm sure they will have you know the experts but whether they'll be able to actually adopt you know really nuanced uh the, the learnings from psychiatry i'm not really sure Something I briefly touched on earlier this week, maybe could just reflect on with you, is how the public views prison. I mean, what is prison? Is it uh, punishment, rehabilitation, 
protection, all three. Does it matter in what order we say it? Because let's say he is um, mentally impaired. That doesn't necessarily mean he should be allowed to walk free any sooner. It just perhaps aff- reflects what sort of institution he'll be placed in. Absolutely. I mean, you know, for, for many other uh, prisoners, I mean, perhaps the issue of rehabilitation and you know the correct evaluation of whether the you know suspects uh, actually represent further danger to the society is very you know crucial. But at the same time, I think we are so. As a society, we're so focused on you know sort of punishment and revenge aspect. The rehabilitation usually gets shunted aside. Thank you very much, Deng Huang. Good to have you here, as always. Thank you very much.